Welcome to So This is Holland, an unexpected trip to special needs parenting, hosted by Michelle Finn and Donna Sandoval, fellow special needs moms, keeping it real and providing a place for you to listen in and say, oh my gosh, me too. Hello and welcome back to So This is Holland. Today, Michelle and I are going to talk about letting your child struggle, when to allow it and when to come to the rescue. It can be a hard balance of pushing our kids to grow and to get better skills, but it's also a place of self-preservance, perseverance. No, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> of Sometimes we just don't have the energy or the patience to deal with it. And we just want to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here like going over the word in my head now. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Self-perseverance. Self-perseverance. Yeah. <laughs> Preservance. <laughs> I'm running off a three hours sleep, man. Well, if you know the word. <laughs> <laughs> I like to write. Yeah. <laughs> Words are good. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Can you tell we were, we're a little nutty at this point of summer and ready to be? Well, I'm still recuperating from vacation, and Michelle's probably halfway checked out onto vacation mode. So, oh, we're, yeah, right now, like because Donna and I are doing a lot of these in advance. Yeah, we should be well back, like back from vacation at this point. Oh yeah, but I'm saying mentally, like as we speak. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> So why I I actually had this idea is because it's something that I run into, especially because I am so blessed to have behavioral therapists in my house constantly pushing for new skills and really pushing James to new levels. And also even my respite nurse is really good about making James like take his plate to the sink and more do the self-feeding with more prompting. And so often I find myself taking the easy road and just doing it. And we so often get stuck in that easy. And then it makes it harder for us to and like expect it from them because they don't expect, they expect us to do it at that point. Like if you set the level of expectations for our kids, they're going to get it. <laughs> they're they're, they're oh, not yeah. fools. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> Joshua, Joshua will manipulate that situation as far as he can take it, man. He, uh, I used, I used to hate this term for him, but it's so true. People used to say, he's so lazy. Don't say that about my baby. Oh no, he's totally lazy. He will take advantage of you every step of the way. (laughs) If you're going to do it, he's going to let you do it. And he's going to pretend like he is not capable of doing it. Yeah, we worked on seatbelts was one that we recently mastered. But when we first start any new skill, you think that we were torturing this kid. Like it was, but the issue became like, I need him to do his seatbelt because he has no problem undoing it while we're driving. And so like, know how to buckle it. Yes. And so, because he's unbuckling Charlie's he's all about buttons. So at first he, he just screams and yells and it's a total tantrum. And then all of a sudden he just gets it. And now it's like no issues. So I realized that so often I don't even want to deal with the fight. I don't want to deal with the tantrums that it takes to get that new skill, but that is so on me and not okay. Like, I mean, 
it is okay because we, we deal with a lot and sometimes you just got to pick your battles and there's seasons that you are ready to take on a challenge. And then there's some seasons that you're just like in survival mode of, I just can't right now. And so, but I think it's important for us to step back and realize when we are doing too much and helping too much and how it really needs to come from a place of sometimes they need to struggle and it's okay to let our kids struggle so that they can grow and, and learn that they can't, that they're capable of doing something for themselves. Yeah. It's, it's common for me to look at Joshua and go, you little shit, because <laughs> there's so many things that I'll do for him for years. And then one moment he got impatient with me, you know, and this happens quite a bit and he just does it. And I'm like, you little shit, you had to do this the whole entire time. And you've been making me do this. I mean, Josh's classic is um, when he was in school, when he was still weight bearing, I would take his walker to school and um, the PTs would call us and say either he had new PTs or we were at a new school and the PTs would call and say, you don't have to keep bringing his walker in. He cannot walk like, yes, he can. (laughs) They're like, no, he can't use this walker. And I'm like, when would you like me to come in? So I would go in and Joshua would lift his legs up like they didn't work. And I would say, stand up, let's go, head up, move. And unfortunately with Joshua, you have to be a drill sergeant for him to listen to you. And Joshua would put his feet down, (laughs) put his shoulders back, head up, and there he would go. And they're like, oh, Yes, he can. I mean, unfortunately for Josh, that's no longer an option for him, but it was an option for him. And yeah, but no, he manipulated that situation so badly. I mean, and it's, but it's like that with him for so many things. I mean, he can open a door. Do you know, I didn't realize he could open doors. (laughs) He can open doors and he's good at it. He just sits on the floor turns the knob, moves out of the way, and then takes his little fingers when there's a crack and just pulls it past himself. I'm like, seriously? I remember when that was a goal in our, <laughs> with our therapist and I fought it. I was like, I don't want him to learn how to open the doors. <laughs> like, That is not something I want him to be able to do. I need to be able to keep him out. But at some point, I mean, obviously you want him to be able to like get away from a fire or get away from a dangerous situation doors are part of our life. Let's let him open a damn door. But so many of the times that he is struggling with different goals and new skills, it's, it, there's a double-edged sword to it. Like I, yeah, there really is. They were teaching him how to take his clothes off to be more independent. And I had to tell them no, because he goes through like, now he's unsnapping all his onesies. He's stripping completely straight. off. Yeah. It's, it's not okay. I mean, he's completely capable of, I just didn't want to keep rewarding him to, of doing it. Like, <laughs> Yay, you're naked. <laughs> so I'm like, no, we can work on putting clothes on socks on shoes on pants on, but not off. And right now it is, he will not do it for me. Like he will complain and get pissed. And then finally he's just like, okay, I'm sick of fighting. And he'll just like, pull up his pants. <laughs> You're just yeah. like, you little shit. You, you can do this. You, he just has to complain the whole way to make sure, you know, like what a big deal yeah. it is for him to do it. <laughs> yeah, Joshua will literally act like he can't. And then when I've had enough, there, there's a 
I, he knows when I'm done, right? Yeah. There is a there is a button that he can push and push and push and I'm fine. But once it's just one too many times, he knows. Like, he, And I don't know what is different in my voice because I think I sound the, the same, right? But he definitely notices like when I've had enough and then he'll just do it, right? Yeah. I'm like, it shouldn't get to this. Like at nighttime, Joshua can scoot. Like he can scoot on his bottom. And I've even had people comment like when they've seen videos of him doing it. Oh my gosh, he is really fast. <laughs> However, when I need him to go to bed at night, he is like a sloth. Like I've never seen anything move so slow in my life. It's and I mean, when you know that they can do something and they just decide to, they're playing with us. Like they really yeah. are sitting us to their complete brink of insanity edge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he will come to the bedroom door and just sit in the doorway. And I'm like, dude, five <laughs> feet. I'm not picking you up. Let's go. I have to get behind him. And I just touch his like booty with my toes. I don't like push yeah. him along. I, I just touch him. And he's like, oh yeah, I can move now. I'm like, you don't need me to guide you. You know where you're going. So James will want to go lay in his bed and he'll come and sign and like make me take him. And then I'm like, you can get into your bed. You are very capable. And for a long time, I didn't think he could. And I remember that being one of those things. I was like, oh my God, that little shit. He could totally, he just sprung right up into the bed. So he yeah. can, but he likes my hand to be on his butt to push him slightly. <laughs> <laughs> so rotten they really are just so wrong i mean but you know you know even as frustrating as that gets that because of how hard everything has been in their lives it just makes you smile and there's like there will be times that he is like telling me off oh yeah just like and i i have to fight not to smile and laugh because i'm so proud of him for using his voice yeah. um he has he does have a word it is asshole. <laughs> it's asshole. <laughs> and I love every time he says this. <laughs> yes, an asshole. <laughs> I love that. I think the hardest thing, like I was saying, though, especially like my husband's really bad. Like as soon as he just complains or says help, we just do it for him. Like we've just gotten into the it's habit so of just doing it because it's easier. It's easier just to do it for them. But in the long run, that's not doing any of us any favors because we really should be leaving him in that struggle zone and giving him that, op that opportunity to succeed and get better at a skill. Yeah. So it, it's important. And it's, there's that weird guilt that's there when you know that you should be taking something on, but you're just tired and you don't feel like it. And it's just easier just to do it for them. <laughs> it, 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 we really do fall into that. I mean, I think all of us are victims to that, right? Like, or perpetuators, I guess would be a better choice, but it's just easier. It really is just, it's, and we look at them and uh, often too, I know Josh will give me these puppy dog eyes and I'm like, okay, baby, I got you. I got you. It's yeah. all right. I mean, at nighttime, like I've made it no secret that because of my own fear, <laughs> Joshua sleeps with me and because he won't sleep in his own bed, he literally will. I mean, I've tried it. He will sit up all night and this lasts, this goes on for days where he'll just stare at the wall and then as soon as I'm up for the day and I get him up and stuff, he will fall asleep. Like, 
it just didn't work for us. But because of the seizures that he had, they were at night and they broke bones. And that was that then. Um, but at nighttime, so it used to be, okay, I have this big body pillow because I don't want to be touched at nighttime. I don't want to be cuddled. I just want a moment, right? Yeah. And he wants to cuddle. So he now will needs to share a pillow with me. He like... <laughs> Because I put limitations on him. He needs to share this pillow with me and he needs to touch his nose to my nose. And <laughs> it's absolutely freaking ridiculous. But there are moments where I'm like, my heart hurts because I'm telling him no. And I'm like, he just wants to be loved. And I'm like, mommy wants her space. And I feel like an ogre. But he's totally manipulating the situation. Right. That's what I was about to say. You know, like right now, because I've actually set boundaries like, dude, not happening. I love you. We can snuggle tomorrow. But right now it's bedtime. Yeah. So the past couple weeks that I've really started this, he is now throwing temper tantrums. So he will like flap and go crazy and scream. And I'm just like, I need a safe bed for you. I can't do this anymore. Like it is just a nightmare. But again, it's, I give in. But I, I wonder how, like, if you push past that, if eventually he'll be like, all right, screw it. I'll just leave my mom alone. These are the boundaries. And I think how often do we- That screaming goes on for hours. Well, that's because they've told me, like, with potty training, you know, people all have their ideas. And they like, well, it's really up to you to be willing and have that mindset of no turning back. There is no other options. Take the pull-offs up. Like, but when you're tired and it's exactly. 4 o'clock in the morning, I mean, come on. We, it's, yeah. we already have, like, a mountain of stuff that goes on in our world. Like, again, it's that pick your battle. Yeah. Yes, do I want him to get the hell out of my bed? Absolutely. I fantasize about reading books in bed at night. Because I can't keep the light on with him or he thinks it's party time. Like, I miss bed. that. That needs I'm to happen. Like, that needs to, like, we need to go fund me for a safe bed. Like, <laughs> Oh, I'll get it for him. I, well, I have the bed that I want designed. Okay. I have a bed that I want for him. I have it saved and... I, I, he will within this year, he will have a bed and I will have that room set up with all sorts of cameras and whatever I need to make me feel better that he is safe. Because again, you know, two seizures breaking three bones is pretty traumatizing. No, for sure. You're dealing with some PTSD there. I mean, no doubt. So that's, but you need to sleep and that's just, this is, yeah, I'm done. (laughs) He's going to be 20 tomorrow. I'm done. Tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, Josh. Now when this airs, it'll be later, but, and oh yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I was going on a tangent. (laughs) I just, I can't. I guess I've talked about him being 20 for so long that people are like, oh, is he going to be 21? I'm like, shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make him older than he is. (laughs) No. No, but I think it's, it's a normal thing that we all do. And even if you don't have a special needs child, sometimes it's just easier just to give them their way, just to not have the fight, just to do it for them. But I think it's so important that we step back and we do allow the struggle to happen, that we do fight the fight that we do like take the, we have to, we have have to. to. And I, it's not, it's not going to be everything at once. You have to pick and choose. Like we said, pick your battles of when you're ready to do something and do it because 
so often I'm like, I'm going to do this and you fight for a while, but then you just get tired and then it goes right back because you didn't stay consistent on it. Yeah. Our kids know that is the key, isn't it? Oh, it's so hard though. And it's just, especially when you're tired and you're done and it's just, I'm, I don't want to do that right now. And that's where it is helpful to have the other people that come in and different Mm -hmm. expectations that he hold that they hold for him, that he's not going to do for me, but he does for others. Um, and then once I see, I'm like, Oh no, I know you can do that. And it makes it easier for me to toe the line when I've seen it be done by him. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We've had some amazing people in our lives that have pretty much just put me in my place and said, he can do this. He's capable of it back off. And if I trust the person, I do allow them to kind of take that control and put me in my place because I know their intentions are good. And some beautiful things have come out of it. I mean, when he was younger, one of the things um, that he learned quickly uh, was to say, no, like to push something away. If he didn't want it, he would push it away. And that seems really simple for most people, but he had to be taught to do that. And to this day, I still smile, but it was because one of his therapists said, mom, he can do this back off. Cause I'm like, look, he doesn't know you're making him feel bad. Like, cause my heart would tug and I didn't want to hurt his feelings. And that's been one of my things. The biggest thing that holds me back is not wanting to hurt his feelings. I don't want him to be sad because he knows he's different. The thing is, my son knows that he's different. He knows that he has special needs. He knows it takes a little bit more for him and that's okay. But that protective mama comes out where you're like, I just want to shield him from any sorrow. Yeah, my son, I did not feel like that is not where my drive is because my drive is from like his behaviors are so intense when he's not getting his way. It's the complete tantrum, the head banging. Like, do I want to, I mean, and it'll go on for an hour. I mean, it's gone on longer than that to get his way. So it's deciding, am I taking this battle on? (laughs) No. And I, and I, I get that totally because I've been there. Um, when we're talking, when I was just talking about that, I had to look it up. So there's a, there's a song that, um, I apply more for my stepdaughter than I do for Josh. But, um, but it does, it made me think of it. Um, there's some by Andy Grammer called, I wish you pain. And it's all about raising your child. And because I was thinking, you know, not wanting to hurt our kids, like me not wanting to hurt Joshua. Um, this song is all about your child falling down. And that really is how we've all learned, right? Is messing up, getting our feelings hurt, and then just picking up and doing it. And it's, with our kids, it takes a little extra work because it's not just them falling. We fall with them and we have to pick them back up and we fall back down and have to pick them back up. And instead of doing it three times, we do it 500 times. Right. So it's, you know, it's like a different, but it's true. Like we really do have to give them that, that opportunity to grow into who they're meant to be, whoever that is, mm-hmm. but who they're meant to be is to let them grow. And I know, and it is something that I beat myself up on is I know that I've held him back mm-hmm. because I just want to protect him. And that's so unfair to him. It really is so unfair to him. Well, think so, about who is- you would be without the hard lessons that you've 
been left to learn, exactly. you know, and the, the falls that you've taken. And exactly. as I mean, that's how we grow. That's how we we expand and develop and, and become better. And so what are we doing by not allowing our kids the same opportunity? Yeah. And again, it, like, and you, as what you were saying, it also is hard, you know, like it's hard because we're living our lives, but we're also making sure that they're getting their needs met too. And it's easy sometimes to say, I'll do it. Like we were saying, you yeah. know, or even the fact of like, what, why, why have him do this? Like where, where what's the, in, you know, like something yeah. little as like, take off your shoes. Like, I, I mean, obviously, yeah, I can take off his shoes. It, it, it's well, that's easy. it. I can do it. Because he needs to learn how to do it, too. It, was, one of our hardest was the bottle. Oh, he could not drink out of a straw. He could not drink out of a regular cup. We tried the the, the bear, like the squeezy bear cups. We the open mouth cutouts. We tried everything. And Joshua could not do it. So, but you know what, Joshua then started, and this is what I was talking about before, about my son can do things and they all can do things that they are going to make us do. Um, But my son could do things. So he started biting the nipples off of his bottles. Guess what? It wasn't an option anymore to have a freaking bottle and he had to have fluid. Isn't it amazing? It took him two days to master the sippy cup. (laughs) What I did for myself, what I, because I know me, what I did during those two days, I threw every single one of his freaking bottles out. Yeah. And then he was on a sippy cup for years. And I'm like, I'm done with these damn sippy cups. And so I have sports bottles now for him. And I threw almost, uh, he, he's got like two sippy cups for just emergencies when he's sick. But um, I threw all the sippy cups out because I'm like, dude, you're 20 or 19 or 18, yeah. you know, when it and started. He's still rocking the sippy cup, but it's convenient. (laughs) Well, that's it. It's convenient. It's spill proof. Yeah. Joshua. I mean, my couch is starting to smell. I have to shampoo it like every week. Oh, except for the therapist taught him another skill, the unscrewing a bottle, like a jar. Yeah. I, yeah, that's fun. So he keeps opening water bottles, opening his sippies. Like, look what I can do. I'm like, I'm so glad we taught this skill. It's, it's, it is definitely, there are definitely things that are more inconvenient for us, but again, they're good tools for them because we just don't know what situations they're going to be in and what happens when we're not there to do it for them. hundred percent. So that was just a little fun episode. I think of, you know, our kids and helping to help or not to help. That is the question. <laughs> Thank you for listening to. So this is Holland. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe to, rate, and review it. We appreciate your feedback and the time and energy that you've spent with us today. And if no one has told you, you are doing an amazing job. We see you. Until next time, this is Donna and Michelle.